Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lots of people have opinions. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1234 in Edmonton. We're going to go to Louis DeBrus momentarily. Here's three quick texts. The Don says, I like Holloway. Play him more. When is Holland going to do something with the defense? June is too late. Weak defense, weak in goal, no toughness. What a mess. Maybe Ken Holland is too old. Get Smith back in the net, says the Don. Because that's how the text is read. He put an explanation point on everything that he said. Uh, Big Rig Al says, Duncan Keith was able to hide lots of Bush's mistakes. The Oilers miss him greatly. Please tell me how JP deserves first-line minutes. I just don't understand. John D. says, Bob, I agree with you. We need some toughness. Go get Ryan Reeves and all the Oilers would grow a few inches on the ice and skate around with their chests out. I don't know about that, but uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know whether or not Reeves is a guy you can acquire now. He's Minnesota's played pretty well since they got him. All right. Roos Chris. Roos Chris. We're guests of the show. Receive gift certificates, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night in the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. 99.90 Jasper Avenue. Open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 till 10 p.m. Tell uh, Brendan, Chris, and Chef Altoff that Oilers now sent you. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, we welcome back to the show for GCL Diesel, providing genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices since 1972. GCLDiesel.com, Sportsnet color analyst, Louie DeBrusque. Louie, how are you doing? I'm doing well today, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Uh, first of all, a uh, personal thing, uh, because Brendan just read uh, an injury update on Jake DeBrusque. I know Jake had a shout-out for you after he scored both the goals for the Bruins, uh, playing in the Winter Classic. Bummer, because Jake was having a pretty good go here, but sounds out. it sounds like he's going to be out a few weeks, eh? Yeah, part of it. You know what? Unfortunately, it's part of the game. You do get banged up from time to time, and for Jake, he, uh, he suffered a couple injuries in that game. He'll be out for... And I don't know what the timeline's going to be, to be honest with you, Bob. I'm guessing four weeks would be minimum. But uh, he seemed to be in good spirits. Talked to him last night. He understands it. It's part of it. Nothing you can really do about injuries like that. And it's the way you got to play the game. But uh, it does suck, especially when you're getting on a roll. And after a big win like that, they went to, they were on their uh, California trip. And you know, he's excited about going out with the guys and, and going out west to get into some heat. But uh, it's not going to happen. He's going to be on the shelf for a while. But 
Um, it looks like everything is good, though, and he's going to make a full recovery, and it's just a matter of time now to get back in the lineup. Well, he's had a great season, 16 goals, 30 points. He's plus 15 this year uh, in 36 games, so that, that's pretty impressive. He'll be a big loss for Boston. Uh, Jake's dad, Louis DeBras, joining us courtesy of GCL Diesel on Oilers. Now, Jake, or uh, Louis, I just talked about, uh, for me, and you know I feel this way, and, and maybe I've just simply overrated the players. But there were times a couple of years ago, yes, a Pulley when Nugent Hopkins played center with, in dry saddle and McDavid were all centering their own lines. Pulley might have been the Oilers' best winger. Uh, he was plus 22 last year. He had 15 goals. I didn't see him sitting here at three goals at the 40 game mark. You know what I'm saying? Yamamoto had 20, yeah. 20 last year. He's got two goals. I thought McLeod was going to take a step forward, and Bouchard's regression has been significant. Those are four guys, 23 to 24. Did I just overrate them and think that they were going to contribute more? Or, you know, has it been a, a, a significant factor? I'm not saying in six or seven wins, but it could have meant the difference in a couple of wins if those guys were going. 100%. There's no question there needs to be more from that that uh, that group of players. And, um, you know, if you ask them, they'd say the same thing. Uh, there's, they're, they're not sugarcoating it. They understand where they are. They understand what they're expected to do when they're on the ice. It's just not going that way right now. Um, but it's necessary, and I think it's probably the most critical part of the season right now, starting to get healthy. Um, Evander Kane is on the horizon, not that far away, potentially getting back into the lineup. I just, I, I think that for especially those four players, it's time to pull your weight. You know, that's that's just what this league is all about, is going out there and doing what you're supposed to do. And if you can overachieve, great. But nobody really asks for you to come and overachieve every year. They, come to, they ask you to come in and do what they know you can and what they expect you to do. And uh, up until this point, they haven't reached those expectations. But I, I think that can also be looked at as a positive. As a positive, this team is right there in the mix of a playoff spot. They have not had that production and that... Uh, um, type of game from certain players on a consistent basis. So I believe that can get better. You know, that's the way I look at it. I look at that and say, okay, the tough time has gone by. It's time now to start making strides. And the one thing you did bring up, which is key in that, Bob, is their ages. These are not you know, older players. These are players that are still trying to figure it out. Evan Bouchard is still 23 years of age. We've always heard you know, you don't start judging the defenseman until he's played minimum 300 games in the league to really figure things out. Now, there's been a couple guys that have stepped in the league in the last few years. Yes, I know I've demolished that theory. Guys like Cal McCarr, Quinn Hughes. But even, even in saying that, there are going to be learning times and situations where things just don't go smoothly throughout the year. For Evan Bouchard, he's played 141 games, I believe, is what the number is right now. So he's still trying to figure things out at the National Hockey League level. Last year was his first year in the National Hockey League. Um, so when I look at it, I say, okay, this is a 43-point defenseman last year. I don't just discredit the fact that he's had some tough times here. That's going to happen. And also, opposition are going to come into a game like this versus Edmonton, and where are they going to look to exploit? Okay, they've got a young back end. They've got some young guys back there that haven't played a whole lot of games. Bingo. That's how we want to play the game. That's where we want to try and exploit them. So it's all part of it, though. 
Bob, I think the experiences you gain from these tough times are the ones that make you a great player in the end if you're able to um, withstand them and overcome them. And I just think that for, for the young players that we've talked about here, it's uh, it's time now at the halfway point of the season. Jay Woodcroft mentioned that this morning in his, in his press conference. We're kind of getting into the part of the season now where – we need to start making some strides. We need to start making some headway in the right direction. So I think everybody has an expectation of themselves. I'm not going to sit here and tell you these guys are going home at night and super happy with their game. There's no chance they are. Not a chance. They want more from themselves. It's a matter of going out there and doing it. And there's a lot of opportunity out there to do those things. So I expect a bump in all those players' play that you mentioned in the new year and throughout the rest of the season. Wow. I just don't I don't think it can go the other way because – there hasn't been much production, so I think it's only going to go up, and that's a good thing. That's a positive sign. Well, Louie, uh, and I'm going to circle back to Jake. Second year in the NHL, he scores 27 goals. Okay? Uh, at age 23, has a 19-goal campaign, and then in the 2021 uh, year in the bubble, five goals in 41 games, and we knew he was a good player. Um, you know, the Bruce Cassidy was interesting. He, he moves on. He's refreshed and rejuvenated in Vegas. Camp, you know, they, they get a different type of coach with Monty in there in Boston. And Jake's having, you know, was on pace for having his best NHL season. But yeah. Jake had a tough year at 24, and, and I think that tough. Jake's... Yeah, a tough half year. Yeah, tough half year, and he's a better, I think it's fair to say, a bet, to this point in his career, it can't be debated, a better goal yeah. scorer than both Paul Yarby and Yamamoto, but it just shows that it can, you know, he had a tough half season and that happened, so hopefully yeah. the Oilers get some traction, but I do think that I, I for one was expecting more, which does not exonerate, you know, Ken Holland's got to work continuously to improve the team, so that's where we're going to go next, Louie. And, and this is going to sound like I'm serving you up a fastball based upon your prior role in the NHL. I get that if you're going to make a trade for defenseman, it makes it take some time and be closer to the deadline. But I do think a subtle move to change the dynamic in the bottom six might give you a different dimension when your team's flat at home. Agree or disagree? I've always agreed with it. If it's the right move, you know, I've always, I've always, well, since I've covered this team, which is my 15th year now in some capacity, I've covered the Oilers. I, I would tell you that I'm never going to ever say don't bring in more grit, more toughness, guys that play the right way, guys that make your team a bigger team and a harder team to play against. Why would I ever say that? But as we've talked about at length so many times, it's just not that easy to go out there and make a move like that because there's not that many players out there that play that way, and the ones that are are usually not up for grabs. I heard earlier you talking about Ryan Reeves. Um, you're right. Minnesota's not moving him. <laughs> Sorry. They went out and acquired him for a reason because they wanted more of that too. And it's worked there. Okay, It's worked there for them. Now, I will say this. The one thing that Edmonton does have – you know, in their pocket is the fact that Evander Kane is coming back. And he's already skating. He's looking really good. He was shooting the puck pretty well today. Um, you know, whenever he does come back, which which now is not that long away. It used to be a long time away for Evander Kane. They're getting nearer and nearer to that every single day. And 
you know, that's another guy that brings a dimension into the lineup. Clean Costin has separated himself from the group, in my opinion, because of the way he's playing the game. Not just the offense. I know he's scoring some goals, and, you know, he's, it's the physicality, though. It's the way he's protecting pucks. It's the way he's holding on to it. It's the way he's getting in the forecheck. And he's going to have to continue to play that way. But I think he's starting to see, um, as a player that's also trying to figure it out at the National Hockey League level, he's starting to see, hey, wait a second. There's some real benefits to me playing this way, and I like it. He's starting to like the fact that he's getting the recognition for doing those things, and at the same time, he's getting a little bump in ice time for Jay Woodcroft, and those are all great things. Any player that plays the game, that's all you want. You want an honest um, you know, opportunity to go out there and do the things you need to do to be successful, but then you also want to have the recognition when you do do those things that you're doing things well. And I'll, I'll tell you, that's uh, that that feeds the that fuels the fire for players. When you start to get that recognition, you start to have some success. You start to get on a roll. You want to repeat. You want to repeat that type of performance on a nightly basis, and that's how you become a consistent player in the NHL. But it, it takes time. It takes experience to do that. And. You know, there's more guys that I feel have to get into that rhythm for this team this year. Um, I think that as a whole, this team still needs to buckle down and play a little bit harder defense. I think, uh, and I'm not just talking defensemen, I'm talking everybody. I think you have to do it by committee. You have to do it by the five guys that are on the ice protecting the front of that net at all costs and make it really tough to get clean looks on your goaltender. And that's just the situation they're in. And to be honest with you, they've kind of been in their best stretch in that regard. They've been able to do some of those things. So, But, yes, I'm always, I'm always open to add. I'm always open to add toughness, serviceable toughness and grit that drag guys into the fight. But I think also they have to look at it from right now. Contracts on their roster are not that easy to get rid of. As you mentioned before, when you've got Yamamoto, Pulley right now with the production they have, um, you don't. It, it's not easy just to turn around and trade those players away. They're not the most coveted players right now. So the better they play, the more those opportunities will open up to make moves if you choose to make moves or... If they're playing better, you keep them on the roster because they're playing the way you expect them to play. Well, just, that. just one team that does have muscle in the lineup are the New York Islanders. I mean, they've kept Ross Johnson on the team yep. as a 13th forward for the last six seasons. He's still only played 126 NHL games, but he has been on their NHL roster that entire time. And Matt Martin plays a regular shift. Uh, and Clutterbuck could be coming back tonight. He might, you know, if he does, it might be at the expense of Johnson, you would think. But uh, it's certainly something that clearly Lou Lamarillo and the New York Islanders organization values, Lou. <laughs> well, Lou always had that. Look back when they were winning Stanley Cups, the players they had on their New Jersey Devils teams. I mean, Ken Danico, Scott Stevens on the back end. You had Mike Peluso up front, Scott McKay. Um, you know, that big line with Whole Leak, that was the line. Um, that was the line to go up against the, the big line in Philadelphia, and it, and it did the job. You know, but they were also very productive. I mean, McKay was a 20-goal scorer. Uh, so he always had that toughness. He brought in Olawa. He brought in, uh, you know, Daniels at the time when I used to play against Jersey when I was with the Tampa Bay Lightning. They always had a physical tough presence. That's always been Lou Lamorello's forte is that, you know what, he's going to have skill. He's going to have guys that play the right way, but he wants that, that skill insulated. 
Um, and that's the way he's always kind of had teams. That's the way he's always built them. So when I look at that, I, I like it. I mean, I used to always say when we went into Jersey, it was going to be a tough night because they were going to play you hard. They were going to play you stingy. They had the best goaltender in the league at that time. And you know what? There was going to be some fights. There were going to be some some uh, dropping of the gloves because that's the type of team they played. Even Sheldon Surrey back in the day when he played for the Jersey Devils, I fought him with them. So they just it just seemed like the list went on, but that was the identity they wanted to have. Big, strong, tough, but could also play the game the right way and had a ton of skill. Um, the New York Islanders are kind of looking that way a little bit. You can see he's trying to morph that team into that. Their defense are big. They can move the puck. They can play a physical game when they're healthy. Um, Pelic is obviously out of the line up tonight, uh, I think still for, for the Islanders, and, and he's a big miss for them because he's at one of those guys that plays that game the right way, but for Johnston in the lineup for the New York Islanders, again, it's similar to McDermott in Colorado. He gets in there when it's necessary, he gets in there when there's injuries, but he's a good guy to have around to be that big security blanket and make everybody an inch or two taller in the dressing room, and I have no problem with it. You know exactly what you're going to get from him, and to be honest, when I watched him the other night, he made a beautiful pass on the one goal. He, he can play the game. He, it's, he skates pretty well you. for a big he's man, He's not going to hurt you on the ice. He gets in on the forecheck. He's a very willing hitter. He's playing with guys like Martin who can bash and crank with the, crank with the best of them. He's going to be you know, up there in all-time hits leaders, maybe second by the time he's all said and done with him and Ovi and Clutterbuck, his line mate, who if he's back in the lineup, he's the all-time leader in hits. Like This is the way they play. So that's what Evanson has to expect tonight, and I expect no less that if he is in the lineup, there'll be a few more hits in the game, and that's just the way it goes. Louie, I have two more questions for you. Louie DeBrus from GCL Diesel. Total curveball. Assuming you could move a contract back, would you take a swing on Jacob Vrana? Well, that's a real good question. I mean, he's a, um, he's a skilled guy. Yeah. I yep, think, yep. if I heard the stat correctly, uh, in terms of even strength goals over the last 120 yep. games, he's got more than Dreisaitl and right there in terms of even strength goals with Connor. I mean, this guy has good one-on-one yep. -on -one skill. Sure. He was in the program. We look very differently at guys today in the program than we did 25, 30 years ago. We try to help people through challenges. That's the nature yep. of today. Would you, If you could offload a contract back... And get creative, and, I mean, would you consider doing it? Well, first and foremost, there would have to be a, a, um, an interview process that happens with the player. You'd have to make sure that the player is in the right position right now mentally, emotionally, um, to go forth with their career. Uh, and I wish him all the best in everything in his recovery, whatever he was in there for. I don't know the exact details of what happened with uh, Jakob, but I will say this. Um, he's an elite player. He's a very elite player. He's a sniper. He's very fast. He's a player that's opportunistic in his chances. Uh, he was suppressed in the Washington lineup. I think his numbers were even suppressed in that regard. He's a two-time 20-goal scorer with them. Um, his production with Detroit when he has been healthy and in the lineup is, you know, he's almost a goal every couple of games, you know, the way I look at it. So, yeah, I would take a stab at him. His contract is not that overwhelming. I believe it's 5-2, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, um, somewhere around there, I know he signed a new deal. I think it was three years. I think he's in the second year of that deal. Yeah. I could be wrong. You probably know that better than me. But, um, 
He's like got 22. Player. He's got 22 Listen, goals in 39 games yes, over parts Listen, of the last three seasons I, in Detroit. I like the player a lot. He's he's by far a huge step up in offensive abilities than the players we just format mentioned before. He's, my answer is yes. That would be the type of player if everything lined up yeah. and he was in a, in, a, in, a, in a good place to continue his NHL career, and I really hope he is. He always, like I said, I, I would like to see people come through that and have a great second lease on life and make sure that they're doing things the right way. And if that is um, what's going on, then I would absolutely give him a chance because he's that good. I'm, I'm not saying that's what's going on. I'm saying would you consider doing it? I, 100% I, I personally I would definitely, I would definitely, from a saying from my world in the hunting world, I would flesh that out. Yes. <laughs> 100%. All right. I would definitely flesh that out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Final one for you. We've and, and, and again, this is the last one. Uh, your son played in WHL and he went to Swift Current. Connor McDavid goes to Erie. Not every player, not every family sends their kid to Erie. Leon Dreisaitl and Caden Gooley go to Prince Albert. And, you know, Prince Albert, is it's it's not a... There's just like Edmonton has challenges at the NHL level at times. Maybe a PA or Prince George, as an example, or Swift. They might have, uh, you know, a, a harder job selling. But I think the best people and the best players want to go there, you know. And and so, like, if I was advising a, 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 a family, I would say, damn straight, Leon Drysaddle and Caden Gooley both went off to Prince Albert, played there because they were serious about playing. That organization drafted them. You sent your son to Swift Current. You had no hesitation. Why? Well, you know, I talked to Mark Lamb about it, to be honest with you, and the one thing that he said to me, he said, it's all hockey here. He said, you know, being a small town, the smallest in, in the WHL, I think second smallest in the CHL, there's a, a team in the Quebec League, I can't remember the team that actually might be a little bit smaller than Swift Current. But uh, he said, listen, they, they eat, breathe hockey here. It's, you know what, it's a small community. Everybody knows everybody. It keeps you in check in that regard. And you come to the rink, you're part of the community. So I grew up in a small town myself, so it kind of hit home a little bit with me. But, but, but I will say it's certainly not as alluring as, say, a Calgary or a Red Deer or Edmonton. Right. Right. Or even Saskatoon, for that matter. That's a bigger city and a, and a beautiful facility. It's almost like a mini NHL rink, to be honest. It actually could be an NHL rink. So... I can understand where some players might have a little bit of reservation going to a small market team like that, especially with the likes you mentioned, Leon Dreisen. I mean, the thing you like about that, though, is that he just went to play hockey. He geared up. He went to a team that picked him. He wanted to play hockey. And it worked out tremendously for him. And same thing for Connor McDavid and Erie. We had a real good discussion on the plane the other day about Erie. It was a real unique situation in Erie where the travel was more difficult for them. They had to cross the border school, every single time the they went to different. play. The school's different. Yep. I mean, it's a very unique situation. But you know what? It worked out for Connor. He did amazing things in Erie, and it worked out totally fine for him. It's it's what you make of that that opportunity. That's what life it really is. Man. is. 
It's what life is. What you make of it. Absolutely. So um, I look at Swift Current, and I, I think back to it, and I say it was it was incredible for my son, Jake. Mark Lamb played him a ton in his draft year, um, really got him exposed in that regard, and he was drafted high. Um, so he benefited from a coach in a market that understood, hey, this kid's got something. I'm going to play him a lot, and he did. You know, so everybody's journey is a little different, Bob. There's no question about that. Some people and some players may be a little more entitled than others when they're younger. Um, we, that happens. And you know what? Everybody has the right to do it the way they want to do it. But I do have a little bit of respect for the guys who just buckle up, um, have the loyalty of going to a team that picked them and play their hardest and good things happen to them. If I was recommending a family, I would say go to wherever drafts you. Don't try to manipulate yeah, the process. Yeah, 100%. I, I feel the same way, you know, and, and every situation is different, like I said. So I'm not going to say somebody that wants to go somewhere different, hey, to each their own. But I really do think there's something about, you know, a team drafts you, you go there and you show up and you say, okay, I'm going to do my best with this organization and then go from there. Um, but every every situation is unique. And as you talked about and we've talked about, there are some young players that are in a different position when they go into junior hockey. Sure. They're more established. They have more confidence. They understand they're going to be good players. doesn't always work out that way. But yeah. at that point in time, that is the mentality they have going into junior hockey or college. And they have a little bit more pull, so to speak, in that regard. Most players, myself included, <laughs> you just go to the team you're drafted to, you take the number they give you, and you play. <laughs> Simple as that. Well, at least somebody wanted you. Hey, Louie, great yeah. stuff. Thanks for joining us. All right, Bob. Take care. 12.57 in Edmonton. We had a great New West travel event last night at MKT. We're heading back. That was our launch for Vegas. We're heading back to sunny California this April with New West Travel. You fly to L.A. You watch the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. This New West Travel hockey package includes four nights at the Marriott L.A. Lower bowl game tickets for both games. We'll have welcome receptions with yours truly with guests for the California hockey road trip. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And uh, still to come, George LaRock and Oilers now.